Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my caffeinated co-host, Mozzie. Really needed it today, man. I don't know what it was. I just kind of hit this wall of tired around 4 o'clock. I think that's a normal thing. Yeah. I, I like, made coffee for once. I don't, like, Ooh. so I have a coffee maker, but it's really just for when my girlfriend's over because she likes coffee in the mornings, and then um, I decided to make some. And I put I'm proud a bunch of ice in. Obviously, I made it like really strong, and then put ice in it. So okay, yeah. Like whenever I'm over at the office, there's like the coffee machine there. It makes like espresso things pretty much. And so what I'll do is I'll take a cup and fill like half full of ice, and then just put double espresso in it, and then mix mm-hmm. it up and chug it because I'm sadistic. Apparently, I don't know, but I mean, I hate hot me. drinks. Yeah, me too. Like when people are like, "This isn't hot enough." I'm like, "This you're insane." Because it just burnt my hand holding the cup. You're like, go um, fucking sue McDonald's, you piece of shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why do you want something scalding in your mouth? Exactly. I don't understand that. Uh, so I appreciate the cold coffee drinks. Yeah, cold cold brew is like the way to go. <clears throat> and sometimes, like, I'll if I'm desperate and don't have an option, I'll you know do this where I like flash ice it. Basically, I need fucking yeah. frozen. Over here, mm-hmm. I, I need to just go get a super suit so Frozone will show up at my door and like can make my coffee cold. The the trick is you get your espresso right, and then when it's still hot, you add in your sugar and creamer and stuff, and then you pour it over the ice. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I mix a little bit. So I usually have my coffee black. I put a little like a little bit of honey in it because I put uh, it's called ashwagandha root. It it's a an ingredient that is like it's an adaptogen, but it tastes really bad. Except when it's mixed with like a couple things, and like coffee is one of the things that like hides its taste. But basically, oh. uh, for I, I like when I have too much uh, caffeine in a day, it makes my OCD a lot worse. And so mm. I found that like if I like if I've had like you know whatever two hundred milligrams of caffeine like earlier in the day, if I'm gonna have like my pre workout or coffee later, I kind of like have to put that in with stuff that I have more caffeine, so I don't like put myself over the edge. It's really weird, but I've <laughs> I've been doing it the last couple of weeks, and it's helped a lot. So. Okay, so you just add some uh, olive oil to your coffee, just you know. <laughs> I've never done that. I, I I hate that fucking like bulletproof coffee bullshit. Like you're just making people fat. <laughs> what is that? Is that like a fat coffee? Well, yeah, people like, like put like butter in their coffee, like, ugh. and no, it's like supposed to be like keto healthy. Like you don't like you don't need to like go keto by adding fucking butter to your coffee. <laughs> like just like just like grab a tub of lard and take a handful of that. It's the same fucking difference. All right, right. Anyway. Fad diets piss me off. Yeah. I mean, isn't keto just Atkins? Sort of. I thought Atkins was just like calorie counting and like kind of ignoring macros. Keto is basically just like eat a bunch of fats and some proteins and no carbs. But then like right. it gets twisted into like high protein, no carb and a lot of fat and people like fuck it up. Exactly. Because if you have too much protein, it gets converted into carbs. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember how it exactly, but yeah, basically, like, for your body to actually go into full ketosis, like, and actually be keto, yeah. Right. 
you don't actually want as much protein as people like do when they go quote unquote keto and have their coffee bullshit with the fucking butter in it. <laughs> butter ass bitch. Uh, you might anyway. as well just do a shot of olive oil. <laughs> You're like that's <laughs> Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Like like a shot of like olive or vegetable oil if you want to like drink someone under the table? Oh, that sounds awful. I, I, I have no clue. Okay, this is what I have no clue if the science is actually a thing or not. Well, I know that fats line your stomach. Like, that's a thing. And uh-huh. so and so the, the idea is that, like, the, it lines your stomach so that you don't get drunk as fast. Or, Can like, you it passes just, through like, you. just, like, eat something that's fried in olive oil and has I guess, olive oil yeah. on top? But uh-huh. I think that's part of why, like, fatty foods and drinking go hand in hand because, like, your body craves it in some sense of, like, trying to fix the issue. Uh, just some really oily focaccia bread or something. That sounds better <laughs> than just doing a shot of olive oil. I mean, you might uh, <laughs> you might be able to drink them under the table, but you are going to go to the bathroom way faster. <laughs> and it is not going to You're going to have some bad shits. Just don't. Whatever you do, if you do that, do not have a bunch of Natty Light after. <laughs> <laughs> You will need adult diapers if you do that. You are going to have an oil change, and it's not going to come out <laughs> your mouth, and you'll be fine in that regard. But uh, oh god, I remember the very... I would not recommend this. Mossy and the Muscle does not recommend doing a shot of olive oil. That oh. is uh, our recommendation. Yeah, the very first time I had like multiple <laughs> beers, it was like my senior year, of, uh, definitely not high school. Um, <laughs> I uh, I woke up with like. You get the beer shits. I, I don't know if this is too much detail. Sorry. But I, I found out very early on that beer in my stomach didn't always agree. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what is this? And my friend is like, he's like, it's the beer shits. I'm like, that's a thing. Damn it. <laughs> I don't like this. Yeah. Why didn't no one tell me about this? <laughs> Why didn't those, no one... those commercials I see of people drinking beer bullshit. They're all happy at the beach. Doesn't show any of them running to the porta potty like 10 <laughs> minutes later. Like, oh, God. Or like pulling down their trunks to shit in the ocean and like some dolphin right. eating it and get sick. <laughs> anyway, I don't I'm know why. dehydrated. <laughs> I don't I know where poop. my brain is today anyway. Um, so football is what we so are talking about. <laughs> Or as the intro music says, sometimes other things for six minutes. But, you know. Um, so since we last recorded, there are a few signings. I know right after, uh, like literally like 30 minutes after we like hung up, Will Fuller went to the Dolphins. So we can start there and then go back through alphabetically. Yeah, that was the uh, one signing. I was like, you know, I probably wouldn't like Will Fuller on the Dolphins. And then what, 30 minutes later? That is exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if it's the best fit for him, but it's obviously it's a big help for the Dolphins. Like, their receiving core is bad. <laughs> like, they've got Devontae Parker, and that's it. So, that's kind of it. Having Will Fuller is nice. I think it'll help Tua a lot in the sense of like one, it gives him like an actual good deep threat, and then two, having a speed guy like the quote unquote like opens up the offense thing is part of it too. Yeah. So. It was more for uh, Will Fuller's value. Yeah, it's like I probably wouldn't want him to go there. I'd prefer if he went somewhere else, but that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I said it. I think they needed it for Tua because year one that like we've talked about it a lot on how we feel about things they did wrong and right on Tua, and uh, the they they needed to get him more weapons just because he was stuck throwing to not a lot some games. Right. I mean, well, the I think in terms of a rebuild, this would be the year you'd expect to see 
and them adding the pieces to take like a big step forward. Mm-hmm. Not last year to his rookie year. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I thought I was initially and still am slightly was I don't know against slash skeptical of all of the big name defensive free agent signings they had last year. Mm-hmm. It didn't really make sense with the timeline of the rebuild, but they were like, oh, they're doing the rebuild really fast and really early, and like now they have expectations, and they probably should have just, you know, held their horses, but whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, as long as it, they... It is a good move for Tua. Yeah, as long as they add to their O-line in the draft, because I guess, like we said last episode, they added Matt Skira, uh, former Raven, so... If they can fortify that line a bit and give him time to get a D-Tool Fuller, it won't be the same as, you know, Watson to Fuller, but it'll still be solid so yeah they could still really use a uh left tackle yes <laughs> i wonder who i look at one of those <laughs> well those just grow on trees we'll just replace a good left tackle <laughs> super easy so um anyway <laughs> <laughs> i mean they drafted austin jackson last year he just didn't really work yeah and for- Sometimes it takes a little bit, yeah, on the aligner injuries happen. So I think, yeah, yeah, getting some guys back and then drafting a lot what the Bengals will be doing as well, hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. will help their young quarterback that they drafted last year. Whoa, how similar. <laughs> Whoa. Um, so, yeah, cool. Arizona will go in order now alphabetically. Um, have added Matt Prater and Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler was just today, actually, as we're mm-hmm. recording on the 25th. It's a Thursday here. And uh, cut Brett Maher. Um, so I actually super random. One of my like super random sports cards I have is a uh, Brett Maher uh, autograph, <laughs> and I feel like that's just like that's like the symbol card for our show because of all the Maher jokes we made. That's so random. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean that's cool though. Mm-hmm. It's cool. This kicker autographs, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah. Arizona, I would say, has had a pretty good off season. Yeah, getting. Uh, I mean, Rodney Hudson is a huge ad for sure. And then Malcolm Butler is, you know, he's a volatile player, I think is the best way to put it. He's hit or miss. Yeah. And the fact they are losing Pat Pete, like, the secondary is going to be pretty suspect. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, they still have Buda Baker. They got J.J. Watt. Like, they've put some pieces together um, getting, what's his face, uh, Rodney Hudson. And then they basically signed all of the Jets' previous O-line. Mm-hmm. They have gotten Kelvin Beecham and Brian Winters, both of who are really, really average at best. <laughs> Especially now that they're... Well, you said former older. Jets, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when everyone was shitting on how bad the Jets' O-line was, which was deserved, those were the guys on it. So Gotcha. I... Th- they are bodies. Yeah. <laughs> they they have experience. Yeah, they could be worse. <laughs> it um, could be worse. Yeah. I do think the Matt Prater signing is actually uh, more important than people are going to realize because right? Arizona got fucked over by Zane Gonzalez some last year, right? That Was was that it? Was that yep. him? I think it was him. Sorry if I'm shaming the wrong kicker. But they had some kicking woes last year that cost them some games. I think they lost two games because of it. Yeah, there was least. one that was like trying to get them into overtime. I don't remember what it was, but there were yeah there were a couple of games where they needed a better kicker. So Matt Prater's and a Matt kicker. Prater's gold. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a, that's a huge one in my opinion. Actually, one of the probably the uh, one of the pretty most special teams additions of the of the off season, Honestly. Oh yeah, I'm really surprised the Lions let him go. Mm-hmm. So they're they're cleaning the house. Yeah, but I mean that's your kicker, man. You can keep the kicker through like four regimes if yeah. they're good. Get rid of all the mats. We don't want any mats here. No <laughs> Matty P. No Matty. Other no P. mats in the building. Yeah. No Matt Stafford. 
No, hey, do you want a doormat outside yeah. your office, Stan? What'd you say? We only a have doormat. thick rugs, no doormats. <laughs> Door rugs here. We don't say that word. I'll put a towel out. I don't care. Oh, man. What is this I'm sleeping on? A what wrist? <laughs> it's a bed wrist. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, Atlanta next. <laughs> Uh, they added Brandon Copeland and Mike Davis recently, who I think Mike Davis will probably end up being their lead back. Um, he was pretty solid for um, for Carolina this past year. He like he had looked decent with the Bears in a previous stint. So a, a cheap running back who can be like a more or less every down back for the Falcons who like to pass to the running back. So I, I actually like this as a good cheap running back ad. Yeah, I thought this was one of the better running back ads of the offseason mm-hmm. um he looked really good last year when he filled in for McCaffrey yeah no, he was the solid. Panthers O-line isn't anything to write home about and he was still good mm-hmm. yeah I, um, I like the yeah. fit a lot and then uh they lost James Carpenter oh makes me sad yeah. and then Ricardo Allen and Keanu Neal which I, <laughs> this both so injured yeah that's the thing like they're good but they're off hurt is the problem like as as is the Falcon secondary always like, yeah. part of the reason their, their path defense is always so bad is because, like, every other year they're just decimated. Yeah, say, and I think uh, rookie, it was A.J. Terrell, right? Yeah. Who I originally picked to go to the Raiders with that 19th pick last year. That was what I wanted them to do. Instead, they took that other guy who wasn't good. Um, Classic. But he is on your other team, at least, with the Falcons. Yep. And I think he had a pretty good rookie year. So they're like, all right, these guys that are always injured, get him out. Yeah. So I think they're kind of prepping to blow it up in a couple of years when Ryan and Julio are gone. Yeah. Like, it's, this is like the pre-blow-up phase, I think. Because, <laughs> let's see, yeah, because they, they restructured Matt Ryan, like I mentioned. Like, uh, they, so yeah, they're, they're on the hook for two more years, basically. Um, definitely, yeah, 2021 and 22, and then after 23, they can kind of cut him if they need, but... It goes through that. They, they pretty much need to restructure him so they could actually do anything at all this offseason. Um, you think they'll take a quarterback with that high pick? I don't know. I I mean, I'd be okay with it. Bec- like they e- I either want them to like take a quarterback and be like, okay, like we're going to do the thing where we accept that we're not. Because la- they, weren't, they weren't good enough last year. I'll be obvious. Sometimes it was just, you know, those blowing leads. But if they say, mm-hmm. we know we're not going to be good. We'll kind of, you know, get this quarterback that's fine. But I think restructuring Matt Ryan is them attempting to still make a run. So <coughs> while these quarterbacks are good and I wouldn't hate it, I think if they follow what the perceived plan is, that it looks like their plan is to keep competing. So mm-hmm. I want them to take someone else and compete this year. Yeah. But I won't, obviously I won't be mad if they take, you know, Trey Lance or something. Yeah, I think it... <laughs> I say, I think if they don't take a quarterback, which I would be leaning myself towards them, you know, doing that, not taking one, um, they're basically saying, like, we're going to keep Matt Ryan for another year after as well, because I'm assuming most of the good quarterbacks over the next two years are in this one. Because mm-hmm. usually quarterback drafts are pretty cyclical. You don't get it every year. There's studs. And there's a bunch, apparently, in this draft, so. Yeah. I'd probably not want to be waiting on a quarterback this year to take one next year. Uh, and with Matt Ryan on the deal for two more years, I think 
They, I mean, they could be in prime trade down category. Yeah, that, the, they they make a lot of sense to trade down if they're not going to take a quarterback. Yeah, because they have what that. five, six, something like that. Yeah, they they I think they're number four because the they're record high was high up there. Yeah, the record was actually bad enough because they blew enough uh, <laughs> enough yeah. leads. Yeah, so they're pick four. I think they're in a prime position to trade down. Or, you know, in the possibility that someone like Penny Sewell or the other uh, good tackle, McGarry maybe, is available, like get the tackle or something. But Yeah, because it's going to be probably quarterback, quarterback. Because like, before we start recording, you kind of mentioned you, not, not conceded, but have are assuming now that the Jets will probably take Zach Wilson. Yeah, that would be my assumption. And then, um, so if two quarterbacks go, then my, whatever Miami does, which they may also trade. Like mm-hmm. like whoever Atlanta can get there is still gonna they can get like obviously a great player so yeah they if, still have two picks in the first so yeah if they keep it the hope is I think amongst a lot of fans that they if they don't take a quarterback that they take a lineman a lineman or one of those all star wideouts yes that too because if you add <laughs> that too either like Pitts or like one of those crazy wideouts and just try to Oof. score a shitload every game. Like that's the thing is, just just go score a bunch of points every game, please, Atlanta. That's what you that's what you do. That's what you know how to do. I am curious how high Pitts goes. He's a I, freak. Yeah, he's so good. Um, <laughs> like if if Cincinnati takes him, like that would. Oh my god! I think that would be pretty perfect if they don't take it. Like if they take Pitts instead of receiver there, because I mean. Drew Sample is there, but he's a more or less a blocking tight end. <laughs> I think yeah. Kyle Pitts, along with Boyd and uh, Higgins, would be pretty nice. Boyd, Higgins, and uh, don't they have someone else, too? Why do we always forget about whoever else is there? I mean, I know with Auden Tate, I guess. Is that who we're thinking? We're forgetting No, well, I guess they traded John Ross. Maybe it was because I was thinking they were going to they were going after someone. Yeah. Well, yeah I mean, we, they, we talked I mean, about Higgins them getting really Kennedy, like Kenny Galladay. Yeah, that was awful. Oh yeah, but if not, then like Kyle Pitts to Carolina would also make sense. But they probably want a quarterback. So watch the Eagles take him. That'd be hilarious. It would be pretty funny. Yeah, I do think Dallas would make sense too. Yeah. Anyway, moving on though. Um, (laughs) nothing new for Baltimore. Uh, Buffalo has added Matt Breida. I think that's fairly important. Um, because when it comes to fantasy, he could be a late round snag in a draft where. He ends up getting playing time. Yeah, because their running back room is pretty like whatever right now. There's nothing. Yeah, my on. I mean my assumption is that Singletary might not be on the team after 2021. Yeah, I don't know what his contract looking. is. Yeah, like he didn't impress them enough last year. Albeit he didn't get a ton of chances. They they just could not run the ball last year too though. They could not. Yeah, I don't know if it was the run blocking which we uh, we believe is part of it, but also some of the running back. I mm-hmm. mean, Zach Moss was a rookie, but, you know, Breida could get some playing time. Yeah, he's he's a lot different than those two, and I think that's, like, a key part of it is yeah. like, he's kind of the home run hitter that they haven't had at the running back position <laughs> yet, so. <clears throat> yeah, not in a while. Yeah, yeah. But uh, next up, we've got Carolina, who <laughs> has added Dan Arnold and uh, – David Moore, which I assume is a former Seattle receiver, David Moore, right? Yep. yep. So they got both of the Moores. Mm-hmm. They now have David and DJ. Nice. Which I always used to confuse the uh, two in names. Both names, D so. Moores on the same team. Oh, no, they're on the same oh, team. No. <laughs> Someone's going to draft him on accident. It's like the Damien Daryl. <laughs> yep. 
Oh, I got Daryl Williams, dude. <laughs> dude, he's like the RB3. What? So yeah, Dan Arnold, I think, is kind of someone that her <clears throat> hoping can be a relevant tight end for them in that system just because he, he is the he is a receiving tight end and that's it like you don't you don't yeah. want, you don't ask him to block and then i think david moore's kind of depth replacement for curtis samuel so i'm, I'm cool with that ad as well mm-hmm. and then uh cincinnati has added riley reef and eli apple i like those moves yeah i also like that they cut bobby hart that's a that's a great yeah. move by them <laughs> real great <laughs> yeah and i think i think we assumed geno atkins was gonna be cut but yeah <clears throat> i mean he's getting pretty old right I think so. I think he's like 32, 33. I don't know. I'll look it up. But yeah, Bobby Hart, his contract was bad. He was bad. That needed to change. Uh, yes, Geno Atkins. Oh, he turns 33 uh, in a couple days. Ooh. So happy almost birthday, Geno. Um, happy almost birthday, Geno. He, hey, he could still get signed by someone else or even go back in some ways, like on a cheap deal. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, oh. I feel like he'll end up trying to go to a competitor who mm-hmm. needs some depth there. But I like I like the I mean Riley Reef obviously getting Lyman's always good I I like the Eli Apple one a lot because they need to keep kind of beefing up that secondary and replacing uh, William Jackson. Say all in all, I have liked a lot of their offseason moves. You know they get Mike Hilton and Eli Apple, so that's two guys in the secondary, and it should uh, Chidobia Wuzier, and then they get uh, Trey Hendrickson, who's pretty good on the D line. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just putting the pieces in there. They're building up the defense, which we we knew was bad last year, and we knew going in, and then it was, and we it was all not good, but it was what we expected. <laughs> this is how rebuilds work. Now they're in year two, putting the defense together. Uh, you like to see it. Looks like some things are moving in the right direction. The Riley refat is pretty big. They finally got a, at least one good lineman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They just need their guys to stay healthy. They've had like they, I think they have two like first round lineman picks on that line that have not played really yet that have just been hurt. So yeah, it's again O line injuries, man. They can really like screw over a team and then a quarterback's development too. Yep. But <clears throat> next, <laughs> yeah. Next up, we've got Chicago, who we'll sh- we'll shit on them again in a second. But they added Damian Williams, um, you know, some running back depth. And you know, no longer to be confused with Daryl Williams on that uh, on the same team, but they cut Kyle Fuller because <laughs> they yeah. couldn't work out a trade to uncap fuck themselves. That was one of the most shocking things. Yeah, dude, the, he is very good. How is like, Ryan Pace not fired yet, dude? He's so fucking bad at his job. If I was that <laughs> shitty at anything, I would give it up. Like I would have to even be told to stop if I was if I kept fucking up that badly over and over and over and over and over I would just be done. Oh, don't worry. They replaced him with Desmond Trufant. My God, like what a no offense, Desmond, but what a downgrade, Jesus. Yeah, dude, Ryan Pace is so fucking awful as a GM. I don't know what the fuck he's doing and how he's still there. I don't understand it whatsoever. That's like a we're punting like kind of move that's like a we don't believe that we can be good this year so get rid of the expensive veteran move that doesn't make any fucking yeah, sense i mean i i hope i hope they can i hope they trade a rob like because he, yeah, he, he signed his tag but i hope they trade a rob come on please trade a rob please trade him get him out of there doesn't want to be there no one wants him there yeah did they did the bears add anyone else i feel like they added a receiver maybe they were just like talking about adding a receiver I don't think they um did. i don't see anything recent uh, of course they didn't um no 
Yeah, but man, free A Rob. See, uh, nothing new with the Browns, I think. Um, we forgot to mention Troy Hill last time. Uh, he was started for the Rams uh, last season and played alongside Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Some secondary additions. They need that. And then uh, Dallas added Terrell Basham. Outside linebacker. He's actually okay. Um, but they let go of uh, Alden Smith, which gotcha. I think he is the sort of replacement for. Yeah, I, I remember. I remember last year we we kept shouting Basham because it sounded fun. It's like the action <laughs> he does. It's a fitting name. Baby. If your name's Basham, you are built to be a linebacker. But yeah, losing Alden Smith obviously hurts. Yeah, I thought he had way more sacks than he did. He only had five sacks last year. Did he play? Because, all, like, did he play the whole year? Or no. Played a lot of it. Okay. So all of his sacks came against the Seahawks, so, so it made it look like I was like, oh, this guy's having a really good year. He got three sacks this game. Um But yeah, let him go. Got Basham, probably cheaper and younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because all yeah, Alden Smith was gone <laughs> for a while, of course. Yeah. Man. L- less uh baggage, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, it's a wild career ride. Um yeah, Denver, nothing new. Um Detroit added Brashad Perriman. Well, I guess I should mention that Denver is who got Kyle Fuller. Oh, okay. There we go. There we go. Oh, that wasn't uh So yeah, they um they're uh, making some moves. Now they have Ronald Darby and Kyle Fuller on the secondary, and their secondary is now looking kind of scurry. Yeah. Scurry with Darba. 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 Yeah. That's a nice group, and their defense is already pretty solid. So Denver, like quarterback away right now right like they're they're quarterback away and like (laughs) fuck it dude whatever that happens to a team it's just kind of funny because like you hope they could fix it somehow right but yeah dude lock is such a so you know such an important position yeah it locked it out good last year no like they did lose Cortland sutton of course getting him back next year will help but yeah that'll Mm. yes that defense was pretty solid last year but couple additions not i don't think they lost anyone so uh no i mean they lost their some of the guys in their secondary but immediately replaced them yeah like they cut aj bouye oh that's right yeah. put that in there that was a while ago though wasn't it yeah that was so long ago i forgot to add <laughs> it <in. clears throat> i don't think he was particularly great with them yeah i, I know that was like one that we kind of like ex- i think it was expected mm-hmm. um let me see what's on here but yeah, AJ Bouye's like been good, but obviously, like we've seen time and time again with corners, like fit matters a ton. Like you can be like an all pro corner and then go to a different team in a different scheme and just like suck. Yeah, a no, lot. it's true. <laughs> you, a you, lot. Eagles and Namdi Awesome was the first one that comes to mind. Ugh, that one made me sad. It's just a sad one for me. Was that a Howie Roseman move too? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that was Chip Kelly when he was doing it all. Oh, that yeah, that, I mean it was it was the like on paper like like all pro all on paper squad or whatever it was. Yep, that was totally the Chip Kelly. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Chip. <clears throat> the dream team. Uh, so Detroit, moving on. Um, added Rashad Perriman, like we said, and uh, also added Alex Anzalone. I nice assume it's Anzalone and not Anzalone. Anzalone just sounds right. Sounds like a deli. Yeah, I say Anzalone. Can I, I think it is. Some fried anzalone. <laughs> you want that with cherry peppers? What's going on? One time when oh, I was yeah. uh when I was little, um I can't think it was like I was like ten, maybe twelve, I don't know. So uh we were I was told we were gonna have steak for dinner and my aunt said Kentucky round steak. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I didn't realize that was code word for fried bologna. And so Whoa. when I had when I got when I received fried bologna at dinner, I was extremely disappointed. <laughs> 
Not that, okay, I'll be honest, not that I dislike fried bologna. I'm fine with it. But as, you know, chubby 10-year-old me expecting <laughs> steak instead of fried bologna, I was not happy. Oh, I would have been uh, very disappointed. I do, a bologna is disgusting. I, spam. Sorry, I'm thinking of spam. I don't, I think, I don't know if I've ever tried spam or not, if I'm being fully honest. I can't remember. But um, I, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of yeah. spam. Raw bologna, gross. Fried bologna, fine. Basically a hot dog. Bologna and hot yeah. dog are the same, right? Pretty much. I think they're the same, just different shapes. But obviously <laughs> you need both of them to be heated up enough for, you know, consumption. Yeah, unless you are a psychopath. Yeah, and I have seen it before. You could so eat a hot know. dog right out of the pack usually because they're pre-cooked. You just like heat but, them back up and grill them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep, but, seen it. Seen it with my eyes. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you, need, did you need therapy after that? A little bit. <laughs> Just you know, a couple weeks. So I don't understand. Like how? I know he's drunk, but how could he do that? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Ed? No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's our resident Packers fan. Oh, uh, okay, I got it. <laughs> that was the next guess. <laughs> of course. But anyway, so uh, Detroit uh, added Anzalone and Brashad Pearman. The receiving group is now a lot different than it was. Probably going to see a lot of Hawkinson this year. Let's hope so. Yep, but uh, nothing new for Green Bay. And then uh, Houston added <laughs> Philip Lindsay, whom, uh, like we mentioned, Denver ended up not tagging, so... So they uh, now have Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, and David Johnson. <laughs> Man, it's literally like the fucking RB2 crew. <laughs> hey, if you get four of them, you get one RB1. <laughs> <laughs> you have to add them together. <coughs> what the hell is this team doing? Oh, my God. Dude, I don't know. It's hilarious. Uh, say last time we recorded, Deshaun Watson had six civil suits against him. I believe that that number is now up to 16. Something ridiculous. Yeah, I don't um, know. At this point, like, I know, I think his, uh, Deshaun Watson's lawyer came out with, a like, another statement recently. But this this isn't going to end soon, I don't think. No. Both sides are very adamant in their own takes, so. Yeah, this is a wait and see. No idea what's going to happen. Apparently some teams are still interested. I don't know if I believe that or if the Texans are desperately trying to get rid of him now okay yeah so i saw uh what's his name mclean the beat writer put out Mm -hmm. something like like basically saying like still expect watching to get traded the headline was very poorly worded and i don't know if he thought through what he said because i think he meant something else than it sounded like but um he pretty like any like we've talked about him kind of being a mouthpiece for the team and he put that out there so i'm very curious, like, what the rumbling amongst the league is on the situation and on Watson still. Yeah, I have no idea. Because the NFL is, uh, basically, if you're good enough, they'll give you enough chances. It's a thing. So, like, there may be teams who just don't care, which is fucked yeah. up, but. Yep. Yeah. 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 We're just as in the dark as everyone else. So, we're just kind of waiting to see what happens. Yep. But. Moving on, uh, so Indy re-signed T.Y., which we felt was another noteworthy to mention. Um, the uh, Ravens, who we mentioned hadn't done anything new, they had offered uh, T.Y. and Juju both contracts and both took less money to stay with their own team for a one-year deal. Um, I know... Because T.Y. went on the Pat McAfee show. Did you, did you watch that segment? I didn't see him on there. I saw them uh, talking about re-signing him. Gotcha, gotcha. For, uh, yeah, one one year, $10 million. Mm-hmm. 
I, know, I mean, I, I know, or yeah, I was gonna say like Ursay definitely was, you know, we're bringing you back, man. Whatever they offer you, we'll offer the same thing. Just come home. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where he's close to the end of his career, and wanting yeah. to stay with Indy makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's been his home. Um, Ursay loves his players, likes to keep him around. Yeah, and I think having Ty and Pittman. And please, hopefully, finally, dear God, please, a healthy Paris Campbell for Wentz would be wonderful. Yeah, I've already mentioned that I think Pittman's value <clears throat> is going to skyrocket this year. Yeah. I think T.Y. only helps that. For sure, yeah. So, yeah, that, that, this one makes sense. Um, and then we'll talk about the Juju one in a bit. Um, See, so Kansas City added Mike Remmers. Yeesh. So. I don't think the general uh, view of him is overwhelmingly positive as a tackle. <laughs> yeah, but at least they're he, trying. He is there. He is a lineman that they have signed to replace some guys. So I I hope like for Mahomes' sake that this doesn't end up like uh, you know like when we talk about the Raiders like they tried real hard to add linebackers but it just didn't work. I'm curious if this is just going to go that way, where like they they attempted to make additions but it just didn't work. <sighs> I mean, do they get Doctor uh, Lineman back this year? Oh, they might. They might get Doctor Lineman back. That'd be good. Yeah, Tardif. I know. <laughs> I know. Part of his name is Tardif. Tardif. It makes me think of the uh, Tardigrade. <laughs> I just like to call him Doctor Lineman. Yeah, Doctor Lineman. I only- knew who you meant. <laughs> Yeah, he's the only lineman you can address that way. He's the only player, really, you can do that. With Hello, doc, Dr. Lineman, sir. Dr. Lineman. <laughs> doctor. Doctor. So, um, <laughs> moving across the division of the Chargers, I don't think I've done anything else recently. Um, No, but I will say that of all the free agencies, they've had a very good one. Getting Corey Lindsley from the Packers, which we mentioned last week, that's really big. Yeah. Replace that center. Put some uh, a wall around your franchise, Herbert. Yep. And then, yeah, replacing Henry with Cook, as we mentioned. And then, yeah, moving um, just, you know, same city. We got the Rams adding DJX, which, you know, he'll have a good week one, and that'll be it. And then uh, yeah. Josh Reynolds is out of there. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. They although not too splashy of an offseason. Do what? They really haven't done a whole lot outside of the Stafford deal. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, I talked about, like, kind of being excited for maybe Reynolds from Stafford, but... We'll get, I like, I like at least one game of Stafford to Djax bombs. Right. Yeah, we should get one game at yeah. least, <laughs> and then I'll you know have to get surgery on something yeah. and put it off, and then eventually get surgery. <laughs> they try to come back too soon. Anyway, um, Jags. I don't think I've done anything new. We talked about Miami, so that's there's Florida, uh, Minnesota. I think has still been staying Pat as well, Pat Pete as well. Haha. <laughs> Um, oh, the Jags did get C.J. Beathard, oh. which people are thinking might be a, call, I don't know, like whatever you'd call it, a signal that Gardner Minshew might be getting traded. I have seen some <clears throat> rumblings on that, and it would make sense for a team to trade for Gardner Minshew. Well, I think so, too. Like, I think if you're the Bears and you're just like, you've accepted that you're fucked at quarterback this year, why not? Maybe. Yeah, I've, I keep hearing the Niners, which I think would be very interesting. <laughs> that would be fun. That would, would be, be very fun. I love that. That or um, oh, who else was I going to say? I uh, like Washington, maybe. Yeah, or Washington. Yeah. But, you know, they're getting Trevor Lawrence like 100%, and then they've now got C.J. Beathard. So you don't really need uh, Gardner Minshew there. Yeah, they could probably get something for him. 
He, he showed enough that he's going to stay in the NFL for a while. Yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, New England, uh, Patrick Chong is no longer with them. Yeah, he retired. He gone. Good career. Yeah. Because didn't he sit out last year, too? I think so. He probably was like, damn, this is nice. <laughs> it was just like, cool. <laughs> we good. We, we good on this one. We keep doing this. I'm going to sit out forever now. <laughs> and then, uh, Saints added Nick Vanette. Which I think, what do you say his contract was? When he told me his contract, I remember being kind of surprised by it. I think it's three years, um, at least, um, which I was surprised by as well. But he's yeah, three like, years. He said like brief flashes. Yeah, three years. I don't see money on it yet. Me neither. Yeah, hmm. former, most recently Broncos, but yeah, former mostly Seahawks. Yeah, I think he's a very good, like, serviceable guy to put there who can block and. Yeah, because it's going to be him and Troutman now, which I assume Troutman's their plan as the number one now. Yeah. He, he showed enough last year. I think they're cool, like, having him and someone else and hopefully Troutman developing. Because Troutman was, like, you know, like a, out of Dayton, like, small school, but, like, he did a lot. He was a massive production, so. And he looked pretty solid, so. Yeah, yeah they're hoping he's kind of the answer, but, uh. Mm-hmm. I say that's basically the only addition for the Saints. Yep. They have released Finally like twelve people and gotten one guy a tight end. So, uh, yeah, not the best free agency for the Saints this year. <laughs> but they're still probably going to be above average next year. Let's be honest. I hope not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but next up, we have the Giants, who made some splashes. Uh, primarily, Kenny Galladay. Yeah. <laughs> you sound you sound unsatisfied. I just, I mean, I love Kenny, and I want Kenny to have the best career. And I think this is another case that we mentioned earlier of it's great for the team, but for Kenny, I don't see his production taking off now. Yeah. Although, do you know what this reminds me of? It reminds uh, me of Diggs to the Bills last off season <laughs> when everyone panicked on on a. Uh, on digs and his value and he ended up having a career year because he got the ball a ton and his quarterback took a step you know it went hand in hand obviously now do i think that's going to happen exactly no but i don't my initial reaction was like oh no but i don't i it's tough because <clears throat> i i don't think daniel jones is going to make the same step that jalen did because jalen actually did get a lot better himself and then Adding those weapons around him helped a lot with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm going to like completely poo-poo on Kenny Galladay just because I think his value is already kind of low from the injuries and this will kind of keep it in the same spot. And mm-hmm. I think you're buying, if you're if you're getting him in Dynasty right now, you're probably buying at the floor and like maybe like come draft time, you might be drafting at his floor. Because mm-hmm. I don't, I still don't see a way he gets under 1,000 yards if he's healthy. Um... Well, so, like, the biggest difference between this and the Diggs thing is Diggs was being underutilized with the Vikings, and that's why he wanted out. Whereas with the Lions, when Col- when uh, Kenny was in, he was being hyper-targeted by yeah. Stafford. Now he's going to an offense where, like, I'm not going to shit on Daniel Jones, but he's not as good as Josh Allen. And no. It's not really close. He's, like, a solid... 78 80 rating to me and jalen's probably like an 88 to a 90 (laughs) yeah like i i'm not expecting the same you know same exact thing but i'm i'm being a little more hesitant on my poo-pooing than i was like initially inclined to be 
Like, well, I think he'll be more volatile just because it's the Giants. They're not as good of a team as the Bills, and the offense isn't going like, to make that same step. Like, I'm not expecting that. But I think I think there will, like, I, I I don't know what the whatever bet I could make on him hitting a thousand yards. But I would I would be very surprised if he didn't get his thousand yards. Mm-hmm. I think he'll get a thousand yards. The the touchdowns like. Yeah. The thing is, the Giants' offense, it, there's no way it's going to be as bad as last year. Like, they hit rock bottom. Right. So, the, the, like, his touchdown numbers, it's, got, it's kind of where like, I'm unsure of. But, I mean, he got paid. Um, this team is set to take a step forward. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I, I don't hate it. I just, there were other teams I'd have preferred. Yeah, so we both would have preferred, like, Cincy. Yeah. For sure. That would have been way more fun. Like, putting him with a better quarterback would have obviously been ideal. But, mm-hmm. again... The Giants actually have had a pretty good offseason, I think. Yeah, they've had a very good offseason, I would say, um, which I think is surprising. A lot of people just don't like Gettleman that much, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's had a hell of an offseason, man. Getting uh, the other guy, Adoree Jackson, yes. <clears throat> to compliment his James Bradbury, who was already very good last year. So now I got a secondary up in there. Yeah, I, I saw something with Kyle Rudolph about the... Something getting flagged with his medicals. Um, mm. the, like, so that deal, that that's in flux still now, actually. Um, I think. Hold on. Okay, no, no, no. Okay, it's official now. Okay, we're good. Yeah, as of yeah, on on Monday and Tuesday, stuff came up about it maybe not being like, like for sure because something came up in his medicals that they're concerned about. But yesterday, Rappaport put out that he did, in fact, sign his deal. So we're good to go. On okay. Interesting. Because, yeah, the last I'd seen was a couple of days ago when there was a possible snag in it. Huh. It was like if you took the Giants and the Jets and just made one New York team, it'd be a very good team. Yeah. It still needs a quarterback. Can we, can we do that? <laughs> can we just make one? Can we just do that? <laughs> but, yeah, so on, on your Jets, yeah, you, you go ahead with them. I know you're pretty excited about their offseason. I'm pretty, I am pretty excited. I, like, I've definitely seen some people upset that they haven't gotten a corner yet but i am not upset whatsoever they've got the washington uh, plan <laughs> right their defensive line is scary and i can already tell you next year it's going to be hard to run on them and they're going to put pressure on the quarterback mm-hmm. um which helps your secondary out a lot believe it or not when <laughs> the quarterback only has three seconds to throw it because they have added in addition to quinn and williams and as we mentioned last week carl lawson on the edge they have also just Signed Sheldon Rankins from the Saints, who's a very good D tackle, as well as Vinnie Curry from the Eagles, who's a very good edge. So their uh, front four is terrifying. <laughs> um, that's where the best part kind of ends. They did add Lamarcus Joyner, who's going to help out in the secondary, and I believe the plan is to bring him back to his former position that he was much better at. <laughs> um, and they also got Tevin Coleman. And Keelan Cole, just to kind of help out on the offense, which I do like. I don't uh, – they need running back help. So yeah, Tevin both players, yeah, both players I like. I've kind of been a Tevin Coleman apologist a lot. And Keelan Cole's like – I Keelan Cole's one of, been one of the guys I've been like most gung-ho about even when he's like not been at his highest point. He like mm-hmm. – he kind of came back on last year. So like, like I love Keelan Cole. He's a fun player and he's good. Yeah. He just had – he had a slump and he kind of kicked back out of it. So – yeah, I'm excited for that, man. He's got a – I still remember his one-handed catch on the sideline. Yeah, that he's – a beautiful catch. Yeah, that's. A, I think that's a very underrated addition because now they've got Corey Davis, Keelan Cole, and then Mims. Mm-hmm. And then – is there anyone I'm missing? 
They still have trio. Crowder. Oh, Crowder, that's right, yeah. And they could probably draft someone, so they could be like, if they draft a receiver, like they'd be pretty deep. But, I, I mean, so if they go quarterback at two, um, when's their next pick? Uh, 23 or something. Yeah. So that, I, I have no clue what that pick could be, but and I said, I'm curious, you know, whatever they get from Darnold and all that. So this is why I'm like, if they traded Darnold and got a first round pick, dude, get, I don't, I don't draft think, Kyle Pitts, do it. Do you think, do you think they could Pitts. get a first for him? Uh, a late first possibly. I don't, I don't think so at this point, but that's what people have said. I think it's more like a second or third. Yeah, I, I think a second. Like that, that you, they can get a second for Darnold, but I don't, I think I don't so know about too. a first. I yeah, that would be my expectation. I have no idea what they'll pull off, but I think they could realistically get a second. Yeah, the I'm trying to think of like the only first that would make sense would be like if New Orleans or something, but they I, they're relying on Jameis, I assume. So yeah, and they just gave him money. They just signed him. They yeah. should probably draft someone in case Jameis stinks still, but um, yeah, probably staying put. Yeah, because I'm checking on round two, like, who else they could, like, add. Because sometimes it changes, of course. Um, I mean, maybe the Falcons fucking, I don't know. The Broncos. Trying to look through. I mean, maybe the Niners give their second rounder. Because, like, their first is early enough that maybe they get a quarterback. But if they don't get a quarterback, I could see them sending their second rounder or something. Yeah, I would say if Darnold makes it past draft day, they're going to keep him. But I think draft day is a pretty prime opportunity that they might get rid of him yeah i know i know we both uh kind of want him to the niners right that's been one we've yeah yeah i, I would be cool with that i think that would be good for his career me too i like Darnold. i hope he succeeds i don't necessarily think it'll be on the jets at this point but hey if it is i'll still root for him mm-hmm. go Darnold. um <laughs> see next up we have the raiders who i believe they re-signed another lineman it was funny because they talked about doing it and they're like keeping the line intact and then everyone just ripped on them because you know they haven't yeah they re-signed Denzel Good and Good. Richie Incognito but they obviously lost all those other guys um they, they picked up Nick Martin former Texas center on a but kind of a depth thing there but yeah they uh at least kept some of their own linemen um and then I don't think anything new with Philly or San Fran Seattle's still the same I mean and you know Pittsburgh moved to that we mentioned uh Juju resigning, uh, one year, eight million, but seven of it he gets like he gets seven million guaranteed at signing, so it's right away. Um, and his agent, like I said, mentioned um, that Juju likes Lamar, but he doesn't like the scheme there, aka won't get the ball. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No more the, Steve- the home team uh, slight discount. Yeah, I I think they're like. The receiving market was kind of shit this year as far as, like, not, like, the receivers available, but the, like, offers the receivers were getting. So Kenny God is the only one who, like, got a big deal. Everyone else kind of just, like, put it off. I, th- I think the overall cap number is kind of low this year, right? I forget I forget what it is exactly, but... It's, like, $182 million. But, yeah, basically, basically, like, COVID fucked up how much it was supposed to jump, and it didn't jump enough. And so I guess next year it's going to jump a lot more. Right. Yeah, NFL salary cap by year. Let me check that. Yeah, so it's supposed to jump next year by a lot. So a lot of receivers that were hitting free agency and are young and good are taking the one-year deal because then next year they'll be back in free agency and potentially getting a big old contract from someone. Even maybe the team they're they're currently on, but they can get a much nicer payday. Yeah, so 
Yeah, so this year it's 182.5, but last year it was 192.5, um, and then plus $40 million for per team for player benefits, and then 2019 it was 188.2. So it, it dropped a lot from last year. So that's part of the issue. And then yeah. the, some of the solid options in the draft class, like you can see why for receivers, running backs too, pretty fucked. Um, because the cap has gone up a ton the last couple of years, and this year it dropped. So I ex- I expect like yeah, like you said, for 2022, a big jump and a lot of big contracts. So smart yeah. move as well about Juju taking a one year deal. To, Especially then, hey, did he get signed the same day as Chase Claypool with that uh quote unquote bar fight? Oh, I. <laughs> The most pathetic thing I've ever. Yeah, I think seen. it was like yeah, within within a day or something of it. Yeah, that was like I'm. Mean, that's not a fight. <laughs> that's <laughs> just a bunch a of drunk people rambling around, rumbling around, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was. I'm like, that's not even a fight, dude. That's yeah. <laughs> that's barely a kerfuffle. <laughs> <laughs> a kerfuffle, perfect. Um, but yeah, Stephen Nelson. Uh, I think he asked, asked for his release, and then uh, he hasn't signed anywhere else yet. I think so. I'm curious where he ends up, but he'll be helpful somewhere. He was uh, one of the cornerbacks, right? That's like the cornerback two. Yeah, let me. Ch- uh, yeah, Eight point so. two five million clearing him. So he had kind of a contract there. Yeah. Was he a corner or safety? Corner. Okay. Yeah, he was on a three-year, twenty-five point five million. Gotcha. I thought he was a corner. Yeah. So, but it closed a lot of room there. Um, then yeah, Tampa. Like we said, nothing changed. They just pretty much brought everyone back. Uh, Tennessee acquired the previously mentioned Josh Reynolds. He pretty much replaces Corey Davis, and yeah. I'm kind of excited because he actually gets opportunity here. And he could really take a jump. Yeah, I, I would. I would be super happy because the all of the targets to uh, what's his name, Joni, are gone. They haven't really replaced him. Corey Davis is gone. A lot of vacated targets, and Josh Reynolds could you know snag a fair chunk of those. If he performs well, so I'm really excited personally because yeah. I've been I've been a long Josh Reynolds truther. He's someone I've kind of been like waiting for to get his opportunity. So, and yeah, I was yeah. on the team. He can do it. Yep. Yeah. So I think I appreciate sure I've got him on my dynasty team. So I'm I'm looking forward to him hopefully taking a jump because it's AJ Brown <laughs> and then like he's the only other guy to catch passes there really. So <laughs> yeah, because I think Humphrey Humphrey's left too, right? Oh, uh, I don't know. I forgot. Oh, about he him. just went to. Um, I think I just saw he went. To, he's looking at Washington. That'd be interesting. <laughs> I don't know if that's official, but I think he is looking at Washington, which is our next team. <laughs> um, wait, I think he. Did he still be Tennessee? I'm not sure. Oh wait, no, I think they cut him, and then it's a dead money. Hold on, I'm trying to find this out. Like all, all this Adam Humphreys investigation, you know. Of course. Uh, yeah, he's a free agent right now, so I think they they let him go. Yeah, he's visiting Washington, so. Do it, do so, it, Washington. Yeah, Washington, like we said, hasn't added added anyone new since we last recorded, but could be adding Humphreys. Could be adding Humphreys, and we gotta. I mean, we like what they're doing down there. But yeah, they they need a slot guy still, so. Mm-hmm. A move the chains. Uh, high motor. Lunch high motor pail. guy, yeah. <laughs> not afraid to do the dirty work <laughs> right exactly real grit got a lot of tenacities deceptively fast <laughs> sneaky athletic <laughs> that's my favorite one sneaky that's like the those like that's the that's the headliner for all that right you can't just say he's fast you yeah. have to say he's sneaky fast you wouldn't think that he's fast for whatever reason <laughs> but he is <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot left in free and sheet it to to really happen. Most of it's kind of settled down. So for the next month, 
it's draft stuff. So our next pod is going to be on draft prospects and what kind of fits we like, just who's good, who's overrated, all the yada yada. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's time to start doing the draft dives. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, yeah, we'll recap today for the rest of free agency. So we got to address the main receivers that still hadn't landed. But mm-hmm. now it's time to start digging in. I'm excited to look at all these quarterbacks, man. A lot of quarterbacks, a lot, a lot of good running backs too. Receive, okay. I like watching receivers, but I get I get the most enjoyment out of like watching like running backs and quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, I mean, I think the best thing to do is to actually go team by team and kind of look at all the guys on one team being drafted and see who they play against and how they do. And then you just kind of connect the, make it like a web basically of like, Oh, this guy played against him. So you're looking at this corner and this wide receiver and just kind of go team by team. Yeah. That's the best way I think to do it. Cause you get a nice round picture of, well, you know, this team runs everything through their running back. So they're, or, you know, and you just kind of get an idea of how the offense was run and, what they can do or what we've seen them be able to do. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, and what they've played against is also important. Yeah, that way, like, I guess you can get an idea of, like, if a quarterback's being propped up by his receivers a bunch or something. Right. That'll be kind of the Alabama uh, tape-watching question, <laughs> really. <laughs> yep. Is Mac Jones being propped up by his receivers? I couldn't tell you that right now. That's what I keep hearing. I don't know if it's true, yeah. though. Like it would make sense, but gotta gotta check and make sure we give him credit if he deserves it. So, right, I me mean, maybe Mac Jones is making his receivers look good, <laughs> and those guys are actually not that good. Who knows? Or both. They're helping <laughs> each both. other. It's teamwork. Teamwork makes it's a dream work. Teamwork. Exactly. Yep. So yeah, that's all the kind of stuff we'll get to dive into, and we'll hopefully have some rankings out there. Mm-hmm. I say we probably start with quarterback, right? Oh yeah, gotta start with quarterback. That's, gotta start with. Quarterback. That's what everyone cares about the most. And we 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 do super flex stuff too. So always start with quarterback, and then we'll work our way from there. But uh, so yeah, next time we come back, probably gonna be some quarterback talk. So hope you're looking forward to that. But until then, uh, stay tuned, and we'll see you next time.